Yo, yo, people, it's Mo Patio. It's Wednesday, and I thought, what the heck? I will go ahead and start out with season two, episode one. And I'm very, very excited about this season. Um, we have decided to uh, change up the, the platform. Um, well, actually, that's not true. Well, I guess in a way it is, uh, but in a way it's not. And so here, here's basically what that rambling uh, BS means. <laughs> um, so after thinking about it, I have decided that I'd like to start interviewing people uh, that have gone through some major adversity, and I want them to share their stories. I feel like there's tremendous value, not only in what I've shared and continue to share with you, but uh, I, I want to hear from other people. Um, and I'm sure you guys do too. You're probably a little tired of Mo Patio just talking every day about all his adversity that he's had to overcome. But I, in, I, I'm, I'm not saying that in a mocking way, I, so please don't take it that way. Uh, but I really think there's there's just so many unbelievable stories out there, and um, I wanna I wanna uncover them. I want to give someone a chance to, um, you know, share their story, and uh, I, I think what it's gonna do for both of us is is not only going to help me, but it's also gonna help my listeners. It's gonna help the uh, person who's doing the interview. Um, and things like that. So I'm I'm really super excited about that. And so I'll start out today with season two, episode one. And uh, today it's going to be me. Um, and I, I thought it would be fitting because today is actually the day um, one one year ago that my nephew committed suicide. Um, if you don't, if you didn't listen to the previous podcast. Um, I did talk about him, but I, I, I feel like it's fitting to talk about him today. Um, one year later, uh, some of the pain has subsided for me. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I suspect that uh, it's made some other people stuck in our family. And I, I pray and I hope that they can move on from that. Um, I also... Uh, have been able to communicate with Ryan's ex-girlfriend. Um, she did live with him for, uh, well, actually, you know, that never got, that information never came out, but definitely at least a year, possibly two. And so I got a, an opportunity to kind of communicate with her. Um, and it was interesting because, and, and it was kind of fitting because yesterday she actually reached back out to me um, I had sent her a, kind of a list of questions and, and you know, I think really what I was looking for people is I was really trying to get some type of, uh, answers, closure, maybe, maybe some insight. Um, I am planning to do some public speaking in the near future. And I, I thought that I would get maybe a different perspective some, from someone that actually lived with him. Um, his ex-girlfriend, uh, and, and I say X, 
uh, because they weren't together when he died. Um, they had broken up. And uh, I don't believe that that contributed uh, to it because I believe they broke up quite uh, several months before. Um, but but who knows? And um, so anyway, so basically yesterday... Um, you know, I had sent several weeks ago, sent an email to her. Um, she actually is a, um, I think she's a therapist. So she's got her PhD. What a wonderful woman. Um, she came to my sister's funeral in December. Uh, and her sister came. It, it just, she's just a, she's really, she's an angel. And She's a very, very, uh, you know, the, the time that I've been able to get to know her, I'm very, very impressed. So, but she kind of gave me a gift yesterday and um, she sent a, a message and kind of put it all down in kind of a, not a chronological order, but, you know, just, I guess her insight on what, why, and what and why, and I guess in some ways there is no why so to speak, but she just kind of laid out some things. And I thought, wow, th this, this is kind of on the same track of what I was thinking. And it just, I don't know. It, it was, it was like a gift and, and who knows, maybe Ryan had something to do with it. I don't know. But, um, you know, I, I certainly have faith for sure. Uh, but she just kind of laid it out. And, and I think that helped me a lot her uh, reaching out and sharing her opinion or, um, you know, take on things, uh, really, it really helped me. It really did. And, and I think it's making it much easier today. Um, so the timing was perfect. Obviously this happened yesterday morning and it really gave me, uh, and on top of that, I decided to go to a grief, uh, grief support group, um, last night and uh, was able to talk a little bit about this day and how I was going to feel and how I did feel and, and just kind of recapped it a little bit. And I shared with the group what Ryan's uh, ex-girlfriend had sent me, and uh, they all agreed. Uh, they, they felt like that was absolutely a gift. It, it, it gave more clarity. It, it gave me more insight, um, and it in some ways gave me comfort, I guess. And, and that's what I needed. And that's what I needed for today. Today, believe it or not, um, I've, I've thought about Ryan a lot. Obviously, um, I cried a lot last night at, at the grief counseling group and, and that was good. Um, so it was all good, but to, today, you know, today is, is special to me. And it's special to me for a lot of reasons. Number one, obviously, it was the day that basically started me on a complete different path in my life. Um, it, it really did. I mean, it was the um, mental tsunami. Uh, it was the uh, catalyst uh, event that made me draw a sign, uh, draw a sign. Well, yeah, draw a sign, draw a line in the sand for myself. And it got so bad, uh, over the following weeks that, um, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this. I went to my doctor. Actually, it wasn't weeks. It was uh, basically I went to my doctor after the funeral. And I went to my medical physician. I explained the situation. I explained all the things that had happened leading up to Ryan committing suicide. And I just told her, I said, I, I need help. And she said, well, are you suicidal? And, of course, that's what they're... And I said, no, I'm not suicidal, but I am uh, on the brink of a major fucking meltdown, and I need help. And um, so they gave me, um, you know, they gave me um, a list of names. And uh, luckily I found uh, this unbelievable woman, uh, smart. She was soon come lot. I mean, I, I just... I, I don't know. It was weird because I never called anyone else but her and uh, everything worked out. And so I'm very, I look back on that day. I look back on the day that I called her, which mind you, it was the day that I had uh, my doctor's appointment. So I literally left the appointment, had the list and I called the first name that I felt, well, actually that's not true. I I actually went on her website and kind of read her bio, and then I called her. But I called her that day, literally within an hour. Now, people, uh, some people procrastinate. I am like the king of procrastination. But I'm going to tell you that I, I took this extremely serious, and I did not fuck around with this. I got on the, on the phone call with her. She said, are you suicidal? I said, no, I'm not. I said, I need to talk to you and, and sooner than later. And she said, okay. And she got me in the next day. So, I mean, I look back on that and things could have been way different. I could have procrastinated that um, calling her. I could have procrastinated taking the stuff from my medical physician and throwing it in the seat or throwing it out and just saying, oh, well, you know, I think I can deal with this. I think I can kick this. I think I can handle this. I was smart enough, people, to realize that I could not, and I was in serious trouble uh, from a mental standpoint. I just, it, it was starting to bubble over, and I couldn't keep it in anymore, and I, I knew that I needed to talk. And uh, talk I did. And it was it tremendously, did it help me right away? And I, I know I've said this before. No, it didn't help me right away. It, in fact, it took a long time to help me. But each session got better and better. And I could see that. I'm like, you know, um, I really, I, I know I've said this before. Uh, therapists, talk therapy is great because... Um, it's like having an inexpensive life coach. It's and I say that because life coaches cost two, three hundred dollars uh, an hour, and um, I really the thing I loved about talk therapy is is you knew that you were going to get an unbiased opinion. You there was no prejudice. There's no bias against you. She doesn't know or he doesn't know who you are from Adam and. But it's also your job as a person to communicate the truth, to to talk truthful with them. Because if you lie to them, that, that doesn't do any good at all. And 
Um, even though it could be painful, it, it makes you uncomfortable. It's, um, it's all those, those feelings. Uh, going to talk therapy is not easy. It is not easy. I'm not going to bullshit you. It is, it is very challenging because for me, I had to admit that I needed help, which is difficult. I had to uh, talk about things that I didn't want to talk about, which was difficult. Um, but I had to sacrifice people because I knew if I didn't, I knew that, well, actually, I didn't know. You know what? You want to talk about not knowing what the future is like or what's going to happen? I really didn't know what was going to happen. But I knew that if I go, if I go to therapy, that can only be a good thing. If I don't go to therapy, most likely that can only be a fucking bad thing. So that's how I thought. And I'm a super common sense thinker. Um, you know, I talk about one of my huge, uh, you know, attributes, if you will, is resilience. I've built up so much resilience over all the adversity over my 51 years. And um, so that's been a good thing. But I knew that I needed to talk to someone. So, you know, I, I guess my best advice, my value add here is if you are dealing with internal turmoil, um, go talk to someone. And don't talk to a friend. Don't talk to a family member. You know, talk to a professional and talk to someone you don't know and someone you feel comfortable with and, and all those things. Uh, but go talk to someone professional. A lot of people, oh, well, I can, I can work through this. I can do it on my own. I don't know wh why. I have no idea why people talk that way, why they feel that way. I just, I really don't. I, I, for some reason in our society, it, it's like, is it a black mark? Is it like a check mark? Like, oh, well, he goes to talk therapy. He must be fucking crazy. People, that's that's the furthest thing from the truth. It really is. When I when I hear that, oh yeah, I'm in therapy. You know what? I want to give you the biggest hug, and I want to give you the biggest fucking congratulations because you're smart. You are super smart because that's someone that wants to get better. And I, I got so much respect for people that do that. So, um, you know, I had to deal with that. I had to discover who I was. I really needed to do a deep dive. And the other thing that I want to mention that I did is I started finally writing down not only my feelings, journaling, but I also started to write down micro goals or mini goals, if you will. I call them micro wins. Um, and then I, I did macro wins. And, and these were all things that I wanted to accomplish over, you know, the short term and long term. And amazingly, I've checked every, every one of them off. Um, and I'm very proud of that fact. And I mentioned that before. So, um, it's not easy people. It is not easy. I'm so glad that I'm this far. I'm so glad that I'm feeling this way, but you know, Back to Ryan, and um, it was it was a absolute carnage, uh, devastation, 
um, you name it, it was uh, by far the most difficult thing I ever had to go through. And, you know, by the way, uh, you probably don't know this, but his mother was, was terminally sick, like terminally ill and dying, actively dying when he committed suicide. So you want to talk about um, adding in some very, very big challenges, problems, adversity. Um, yeah, it was, it was, I don't know. You can't even write the script. You can't. And, um, so anyway, so I, I, I got a gift yesterday, people, and I'm, I'm so thankful. Um, I miss them. I, I miss them terribly. Um, I feel like, uh, you know, I just, I'm on a mission. I'm on a mission to, turn his death into something positive and I've done that and I I have come so far in 12 months I have um I've achieved more in 12 months than I probably have done in the last 30 years and and that's the honest to god truth it may not seem that way financially you know I I'm not doing great but I'm focused and I'm laser focused on goals I've set uh, as you all know, I've set a huge goal, two huge goals. I've announced it to everyone I know. It's all over the internet. It is, and and I did it on purpose, on by design. I want accountability, and I don't want to fail. I I am not going to waver from. I am not going to waver from this goal. I am 24 days in, alcohol free, and I'm so fucking proud of that. People, holy shit. If I could reach all the way around and and pat myself on the back, I would, because for me, that has been a huge, huge plus. Not drinking alcohol, I'm not down. I'm not feeling depressed. Alcohol is a depressant. Alcohol makes you feel like shit. Alcohol makes you say things that you shouldn't, act the way that you shouldn't. Um, you know, I can name about a million reasons why people should probably quit drinking. Um, you know, you're not, you don't, you don't have clarity. You're not thinking straight. Ryan, when he committed suicide, had a blood alcohol of, I don't know, one, 1. 1.8, something like that. I mean, it, you know, uh, there was major alcohol involved, um, with that. And, uh, so, you know, alcohol is is very it's caused a lot of pain and suffering in this this lot of families a lot of people in this world um and so i gave it up uh for one year and who knows i mean i i could completely see myself giving it up permanently and that'd be great but for now 12 months and um and then the other thing is trying to lose 100 pounds in 12 months um l and I, it's, it's amazing. I, how I pro, have progressed considering my, uh, issues with my back and, and cha- challenges, the pain. Uh, I refuse to take pain meds. Um, and I, you know, just trying to do it all natural. So the two to three times a day juicing and then eating a um, healthy meal, low carb in the evening, it has been working for me. And I'm super proud of that. I haven't weighed myself. I, I can gauge by just my clothing. My clothes are starting to fit looser. My 
face is clearer. My face is thinner. Um, I, I have a different attitude mentally. Um, all that. I mean, I, I just think that people don't realize how food affects them mentally, how alcohol affects you mentally. It, it You know, my wife is doing the same thing. She's right alongside of me, which I'm so thankful and so proud of her. She does not need to lose weight, uh, maybe 20 pounds, she said. Uh, but, you know, she uh, was really having a hard time sleeping at night. And it's amazing. She said since she quit drinking alcohol 24 days ago, she's never slept better. So there is definitely um, a lot of pluses to quit to quit drinking people. Um, so anyway, so yeah, I, I'm, uh, today is, is very, um, I sound really positive and I am, I'm super positive. I'm sad that he's not here. I'm sad he made those choices. Uh, but you know, uh, the one thing that people have to realize is, and this is what I didn't in the beginning, I, I was mad. I, I was angry. I felt like Jeez, if I could have talked to him, I could have saved him. You know, that, that, that type of mentality. And what I, what I really started to realize and part of the gift yesterday was, you know, people need to help themselves. They do. And, um, you know, you can encourage them. Uh, you can talk to them. Um, and you can do all that. But you know what? The bottom line is that person has to do it. And, and that's the bottom line. I had to make a choice to go make those decisions, to call a therapist, to take action and do all that. I had to do it. People could have suggested it all day long. People suggested for many, many of my years, hey, you know, um, you know, maybe you should work out or lose weight, you know, especially my wife and, and eating healthier and stuff like that. And I resisted. I wasn't ready. I was ready to do it now. I'm ready to do it. Mentally, I'm, I'm extremely, well, much stronger than I was. You know, I don't know, when you say mentally super strong, no. Uh, I'm pretty strong mentally. Physically, I'm starting to get better. I'm losing weight. I feel amazing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, things are coming together for me. Um, you know, financially, yeah, I'm struggling. Uh, but, but I'm focused on other things that are really, really important right now. Uh, finances obviously are important. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie to you about that part of it. Uh, I'm working hard. I drive every day, drive Uber and Lyft. I just signed up to do, um, you know, uh, ship. Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of in this gig economy, uh, I'm making enough to survive, I guess, is the best way to describe it. Uh, why I figure out my path. And so here's what I believe is next for, for Mo Patio. I am, uh, I, the next thing I want to do is, uh, you know, obviously I want to start interviewing people for the podcast. And depending on uh, when I get a full time job, officially and not have to drive Uber and Lyft and ship, um, then I will, um, probably have to back off on the, the interviewing, but for now, this is what we're going to do. 
And then, um, let's see. The other thing, I want to do some public speaking. And I'm very excited about that aspect of it. Um, I'm not scared. I'm not scared anymore, and here's why. Part of this public speaking that I want to do is I want to talk about um, the adversity. I want, to t- I want to share my story, my 17-month journey. I've shared it on the podcast, but you know what? I want to talk to people because I'm confident that I can impact people in a, in a very positive way. And I'm going to talk about Ryan. I'm going to talk about um, his a little bit of his story. I'm going to share my story with my about my sister, about the adversity with that. I'm going to talk a little bit about some other things that I went through, um, you know, that the internal turmoil and and you know, ignoring it, lying to myself, um, not wanting to face adversity, running away from it, um, all that. Because I think there's so many people that it doesn't necessarily, uh, you know, my story may not match up with everyone else's, and that's okay. But something is going to resonate with someone, and hopefully it's more than one. Uh, but that's that's where I'm going. That's my journey. That's my mission. Um, and I know... There is no doubt in my mind. I know that Ryan, if he was here and he was looking down, I know that this is exactly, he would be so proud and he would, he would want nothing less than what I'm doing. And so I'm kind of holding that, uh, you know, that thought, that feeling. Um, and so some of the things that Ryan achieved in his life were just outstanding, amazing, all those things. And I want to bring that to light because I want people to understand that you can be so successful and you can, you know, have a PhD and you can be a principal and you could be uh, trying to go for higher uh, levels and things like that. You can do it all. You can have it all people you can have it all except for internally. And I think the big thing with Ryan is he thought he could figure it out on his own. And he didn't want help. He shunned away. He felt ashamed. He felt like, yeah, he felt ashamed. And I know that. I, there, there is no doubt in my mind. I, that I have 100% correct. Um, so I hope that my sister Kelly and Ryan are reunited. I hope that my sister has more clarity. Uh, I hope Ryan has some explanations for her. And I hope she has her eyesight. She was legally blind her whole, pretty much her whole life. Um, for the most part. And, um, yeah, so I, those are things that I hope have already taken place. And, you know, I feel like I got a lot of angels on my shoulder right now. I think, I think a lot of people have my back and, um, and so I'm on a mission to impact, motivate, inspire 
people with my story and with my path that I'm on, my journey. So, people, I'm going to leave it right there. Please share this. Please share this on your social media platforms. Share it with friends, family members, coworkers, strangers, anyone who you think would enjoy learning how to overcome adversity because that's what this podcast is all about. And the stories are going to be tremendous. And I, you know, I don't hope anymore. I know we're going to bring tremendous value to listeners. Um, I'm pretty certain of that. So, all right, people, go out, do something you've never done today, impact someone's life in a positive way. It could be as simple as smiling at someone, saying hello, holding a door. It's just, you know, it's not hard. It really is. It's only hard if you're not thinking about it. And once you think about it, it's really easy. It doesn't have to be all the time. I I know people are in bad moods. I get it. But you know what? You You can actually impact someone with just a smile. Seriously. Just a smile. 